Regina Walker, and thank you for joining us today on our podcast, Yasha, Young and Sharing His Anointing. Today on our Let's Wrap readings, we're going to start our brand new four-part series entitled Dead Men Walking. Yes, that's right. You heard me correct. Dead Men Walking. I bet, just like me, some of you had no idea a dead man can walk. It was not until I began this series in debt that I realized that there are millions of people all around us every day walking around spiritually dead to the things of God. Therefore, they are indeed dead men walking. Part one of this series is entitled The Living Dead. Our scripture today is going to be coming from Ephesians, the second chapter, one through five. Let's read. And you hath he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sin, wherein in past time ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in time past, in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loves us, even when we were dead in sin, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace ye are saved. Let's wrap. I learned throughout my study of the book of Ephesians that the Apostle Paul was sent by divine order to Ephesus, where he spent three years teaching the people. Throughout his time there, he had a great influence on the people of God. It was believed that this book was written during Paul's imprisonment in Rome. In his writing, the Apostle Paul stressed doctrine and gave instruction in practical Christian duties. And the major theme of this book is that the church is the body of Christ. The Apostle Paul spoke of the church being a building in which Christ himself is in fact the chief cornerstone. As we begin to look into the writing of this particular letter, we learn that scholars now say this letter was not written to the congregation of Ephesus as once believed, but instead to the Gentiles in Asia, as referenced in verse 11 of this chapter. It is known as the Epistle to the Ephesians because the church in Ephesus was the mother church from which the letter was sent to be circulated among the Gentile church in Asia. In this letter, the Apostle Paul was reminding the Gentiles that they were not born Jewish and was what the Jews call uncircumcised. But through Jesus Christ, we all have access by one spirit unto the Father. He is reminding them and us that they, we, are no longer strangers or foreigners, but instead fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. We have been adopted into the royal priesthood, whereby we can now cry, Abba, Father. The key idea of this chapter is for us to know that the body has individual parts that must be united and God plan bring all believers together with Christ as the head. As we begin to take a look at that first verse, it is clear he was describing a description of their sinful state. Now let's take a closer look at that scripture and see exactly what the Apostle Paul was saying to the Gentiles. Verse 1 says, And you hath he quickened. Quickened is defined as stimulated, restored to life. He said, And you hath he stimulated and restored to life, who were dead. Dead means no longer alive, 
or part of the body, but having loss of sensation, numb, having no display of emotion, sympathy, or sensitivity. He says, and you have he quickened who were dead in your trespasses. Now, trespasses means commit an offense against a person or a set of rules. He said that he has quickened you who were dead in trespasses and sin. We know that sin means an immoral act considered to be a transgression against divine laws. Could it be that what the Apostle Paul was really saying is you are alive now because the Spirit of God has quickened you. The Spirit of God has stimulated you and restored you to life. And if this is the case, it can only mean you were once dead. Come on now. In order to be made alive, you have to at some point have been dead. The Apostle Paul goes on to say, not only were they dead, but they were dead in their trespasses. In other words, in their offense. They had no problem breaking all the rules because they were dead. Dead in sin, that means showing no sympathy, no sensitivity in the moral acts that they were committing against God. What Paul was really saying is they were dead men walking. They were spiritually dead because of their sin. Verse 2 again reads, Wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Apostle Paul goes on to remind the Gentiles, don't get uppity or self-righteous, thinking now that you're better than those that are walking around in darkness, spiritually dead. The Apostle Paul said, don't forget, yes, in time past, you lived the way the world lived. In other words, you were once walking around here dead too. In order to make it plain, you once lived just like they are now, with no sensation, numb to the things of God, with no emotion for God, just like them. You followed the same ruler, Satan, the evil one, Beelzebub, and all of his evil powers that are above the earth. The Apostle Paul is letting us know that there is a system in this world that is operating under the rulership of the evil powers above the earth. This thing is bigger than just one person, one event, or one thing. What is he saying? This thing is spiritual. That same spirit, the Apostle Paul says, the same spirit that used to work in you is now working in those who refuse to obey God. They are now the living dead, living but dead, spiritually dead, as was some of you. Now, verse three, he said, among whom also we all had our conversation in time past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. I absolutely love the way the Apostle Paul was breaking it down to the body of Christ. He continued to remind them about their past. Too often, we as believers have the tendency to forget that we too were once operating as the walking dead. Paul says in verse 3, almost repeating his earlier words, we had our conversation, meaning in time past, all of us lived like them, trying to please our sinful selves and doing all the things that our body and our mind wants to. In other words, whatever we thought made us feel good, we did it. Now we have the audacity to look down on others and say, Oh my God, what is she wearing? Oh my, she's a hot mess. He's a player. We say things like, look at him. All he or she does is drink and smoke weed. 
as if we've never fulfilled the lust of our flesh, as if we've never been spiritually dead. Paul reminds the church, we all should have suffered God's anger because we were sinful by nature and we are the same as all other people. Psalms 51, David said it best, for I was born a sinner. Yes, from the moment my mother conceived me, we were all born in sin, shaped in iniquity. Verse 4 says, But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love, wherewith he loved us. The Apostle Paul was letting them know, it's not about you. You didn't quicken yourself. It's because of the mercy of God, his compassion, his forgiveness toward us. We did not get the punishment or the harm that we so much deserve. It is in his power to punish us or to harm us because we're his workmanship. He can do what he will. But instead, the fifth verse, he says, just in case you missed it when I said it the first time, even when you were dead in sin, hath he quickened us together with Christ. By grace, the free and unmerited favor of God is upon us. It is by his grace, the grace of his Holy Spirit, that quicken your dead bodies, ye are saved. Let's apply. Wow, I really feel like the Apostle Paul gave us a lot to think about. It seems as if he summed it up, letting us know that the key idea is, who are we to sit in judgment? Sure, there are walking dead men all around us, all among us, as were we at one time. But it is the grace of God, his Holy Spirit, that has quickened our dead bodies. It is only because of God's Spirit we are alive. As I covered this text and began to think about these five verses, I was reminded of a TV show called The Living Dead. I've never sat down and actually watched the show. Personally, I have never been a fan of horror films. Neither do I enjoy bloody or gory movies. But to my understanding, this series is about zombies. A zombie is a person who is dead, but who is still up on their feet walking around. To my understanding, it is a gruesome show. However, these upright walking human corpse are putrefying. Did you know that is exactly the way we are when we are walking around spiritually dead. When we live in sin, we are rotting away slowly. Have you ever smelt something dead? Maybe an animal, even worse, human flesh. Well, I have. It is the most disgusting smell you could ever imagine. Once you smell death, it is a smell you will never forget. When you first smell it, it's overwhelming, almost unbearable to inhale. But the more you are around it, the more bearable it becomes. Are you aware that's how sin is? I bet you didn't know sin stinks. At first, it gives you an uncomfortable feeling. It makes it hard for you to breathe. But the longer you're in it, you become immune to it. I have found out from personal experience, the longer you hang out with the dead, the easier it is to lose your own sin. Before long, you are engulfed in the sin of death. And everything and everybody smells the same. The Bible tells us that the wages of sin is death. That's right. Sin pays you in death. It slowly eats away at everything that is good about you. Sin is deceptive. It has the tendency to leave you thinking you're okay. Why? Because you're still living or so you think. What sin doesn't tell you is you're becoming a zombie. You're now the living dead. Just like a person who physically cannot do anything. Likewise, those who are dead in sin 
cannot do anything spiritually. Those who are dead in sin is a slave to sin. Spiritually dead. When you are spiritually dead, our human nature is in its lost condition. And apart from Jesus Christ, these sinning human corpse are the living dead. We are incapable of comprehending the things of God or believing in Jesus for eternal life. These things can only be done when the Spirit of God quicken our dead bodies. Maybe you're listening to me right now, and maybe you're asking the question, how can I tell if I'm the living dead? Or how can I tell if I'm a dead man walking? I've been in this so long, I may have become immune to it. Well, here's a few questions to think about. Is your life consumed by sin? Are you self-indulgent? Are you speaking it, but don't do it? Do you look alive, but you really feel dead? Have you ever really loved God or the truth of God's word? If you are honest with yourself and you answered yes to any of these questions, you might be infected and at risk of becoming the living dead. So let's pray. Father God, we thank you for the Apostle Paul and the writings that you gave to him for us. Father, it is our desire to serve you and you alone with our whole heart. We acknowledge the sin that is in our lives today. We ask that you would create in us a clean heart and renew a right spirit. Help us to humble ourselves before your mighty hand. Deliver us from the power of sin and a self-indulgent spirit. We ask that we be made over in the likeness of your son, Jesus. Baptize us in your spirit that we might be led by your spirit and be considered as your sons. Quicken us until we are dead, not in our trespasses, but to our trespasses and sin, so we can walk in your will and not as the children of disobedient of this world. We thank you, Father, for your mercy and your grace. We realize that we did nothing to deserve it, but it is a gift from you. Help us to be consistent in what we say and most of all, what we do, that we might draw others into your kingdom, that we might work peace and unity for your glory. In the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. As always, we thank you for joining Yasha Young and sharing his anointing podcast. We want you to keep your eyes open for part two of this four-part series entitled Dead Men Walking. I am Elder Shanina Walker. Until next time, have a blessed day.